So, I'm going to call this one, Why Woke Superhero Movies, Comics, TV Shows, What Have You, Fail. Now, I know the term woke is itself woke, if you want. Perhaps the uh, there's a better term for it, politically correct. Um, basically, this is, this is why we see this thing. All the best ones avoid this kind of bullshit, and all the ones that don't av- avoid it and try to use superheroes as a political platform always fail. And I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. Most times it's on the left, and that's to do with the fact that the left do pretty much own the entertainment industry, and that's no secret. But why does it always fail? So, woke superheroes. Um, the the Warner Warner Brothers is it? Uh, who have all the DC characters have been doing a bunch of this recently, and making crap shows, and everybody knows it's crap. But the thing is, it's not just people who disagree with them that think it's crap. It's basically anybody who likes comics and. The reason I'm uh, this came up recently, and I decided to talk about it, is recently news broke. This is right after there's a Superman and um, and Lois show that is getting really good reviews. And one of the reasons it's getting good reviews is it seems to avoid a lot of this horse shit. And in fact, it uh, there was a writer complaining that she got booted from it for insisting they do things like the Bechdel test and and never have a black villain and those kinds of silly things. So she wanted it to be, you know, politically correct and and intersectional and and political, basically. And and so then right after... So because of its... This show is not doing that, or partly because... Not just because of that. There's lots of non-political shows that are garbage, obviously, but... It's avoiding that end. It seems to be better than all their other shows, which were deliberately doing that. Um, and then, on the heels of this success, comes news that J.J. Abrams and um, I, I don't know how you pronounce the guy's name, uh, Tashini something or other or whatever. Anyway, this this writer whose claim to fame is that he hated the 9/11 responders, apparently and uh, that he's basically a a professional victim. Um, He wrote some Captain America comics. That's basically the only fiction to his name, is he wrote some comics where the content of it was mostly um, shaming people for being white from from the little bits I saw. Other than that, I don't really know who he is. But it basically has people speculating that this is going to be a black Superman. And um, so here's the thing with that. And I think most people would agree with me. I don't care. I mean, obviously I grew up with a white Superman. That's what he always was. Um, If you're just going to change his race for the sake of changing his race, okay, whatever. 
I, I understand this is going to be a different universe Superman. Um, so it's not going to be Clark Kent. It's going to be uh, someone else. I can't remember his name. Fair enough. Uh, if this is what you want to do. Look, Marvel did it. They did it with uh, Miles Morales and in that Spider-Verse movie. And it was really good. It was a good movie. Uh, they did a good job. But guess what? Guess what that movie wasn't? It wasn't about the fact that he was black. It wasn't saying trying to be good because this is a black version of Spider-Man. It's trying to be just a good comic book movie. And if they do that with, with Superman, then I'm all in. But, and, and okay, so here's here's the thing when it comes to superheroes. Superheroes have extraordinary powers. That's their thing. That's what makes them cool. I, a kind of modern day take on it is to say that their blessing is a curse. So in other words, your superpower, yeah, it seems super cool on the surface, but because of this, because of either you're different because of your superpowers, or maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be, your powers become uh, your struggle, right? Um, and, and that's fine. That's, uh, that, that's, that's what we're seeing a lot of these days. But when your power isn't what's causing your struggle, what's causing your struggle is what's something that's supposedly causing struggle for everyday people, you're kind of watering it down a bit. Basically, you're saying that, in other words, um, your, your, um, your power is now something you can use um, that, that normal people don't have. So in other words, say you're Superman and you're black and you've got, um, and you've got superpowers and your biggest struggle in life is not that you've got these superpowers and that you're an alien and all these things, but that your skin color is black. And presumably this is to, to say, well, a lot of people have this struggle of, of feeling like their, their struggle is that their skin is black, apparently. Um, well, basically your, what the message you're sending people is that you can overcome the problem of being black as long as you have superpowers. And you're saying that this guy's superpowers basically give him an edge to to deal with it that normal people don't have. Um, it's not the kind of messaging that tends to work very well. Um, yes, people like to see their heroes struggle. Um, but you're basically giving them an unfair advantage at that point. You're saying, oh yeah, you can struggle, but but not really. I mean, it's it's just weak. Uh, so the other big problem with this that I can see is that the best superhero stories are mythic. They're timeless. They address age-old human issues and, and, and challenges. They don't jump on the bandwagon of the latest hot social topic. That's That's the big thing here. And quite frankly... Nobody wants their hero, some iconic character that they love, being used to push someone else's agenda. Even if you agree with that agenda, I don't think anyone likes it. You, you like it probably a little bit more when, it, when your agenda is the same. But seeing somebody used just to push an ideology, especially when you disagree with that ideology, nobody likes that. So 
it's a good way to push people away. And I know we're at a point where Hollywood doesn't care about pushing away half their audience. Um, but I think it's pretty short-sighted and you're basically making something that in a few years from now will date itself very, very quickly. So you're basically deliberately making something with short-sighted vision because you don't care because you think it'll make money because you think it'll say what the the woke left want to hear I mean look I don't know what their plan is all I know is the track record of the two people that were named and they're not particularly good track records J.J. Abrams um, what's he done he's done probably some good things probably some things I'm, I've enjoyed uh, I liked the first Star Trek movie, I guess, that he rebooted. The second one was average. I liked some of the cast in it. Um, the Star Wars movies were complete garbage. Um, he basically destroyed that franchise and its potential. Um, not not as bad as uh, Ryan Johnson did. He, he did quite a number to it. But J.J. Abrams basically set set the stage for all that and didn't really do any good for it um and so now he's taking over superman so again i'm uh, call me skeptical that i it'll take a lot to get me to believe in his vision of my favorite hero uh and the other guy uh like i said i just know i mean if you Google this guy, you'll just see a bunch of nonsense about how he's, you know, I mean, one of his books is called something like My Struggle, Me Against Whatever, so you, you know this guy is a, um, a perpetual victim, he wants to be, he thinks he's a big underdog, um, I, I don't know, he's just a guy who knows how to rub everybody he comes in contact with the wrong way, that's how it appears, and he seems to like that, so... It's just an odd combination if DC actually cares about their characters. And it kind of seems like they don't. It seems like all the things that are great about their characters, they want to strip away. It, it's hard to wrap my mind around what they're thinking. They haven't really said much about why they think this is a good idea. Um, I mean... Zack Snyder gets a lot of flack for his contributions to the DC universe. Um, I mean, I like aspects of it and I don't like aspects of it. But at least there seemed to be a vision for a while. And until Joss Whedon took over and then it kind of became a bit of a mess. There was sort of a direction, even if you didn't agree with the direction. And it was a bit, it was convoluted. Don't get me wrong. Batman v Superman was very convoluted and confusing. Um, and a bit of a mess, but, but I mean, it really became a mess when, when Joss Whedon took over and it seemed like DC had no idea where they wanted to go. And maybe they're, maybe it's just that they're scrambling. Maybe just they, they feel lost and have no idea where to take this thing, how to salvage what they, they have and try to make their characters bankable in some way and appealing. But if they're trying to make them appealing and, and breathe new life into them, uh, I think most sane people would say they're going about this in the wrong way. 
I think that's all I have for today.